The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. The Orange Zone, sponsored by Billy Whitaker Cars and Trucks. Emergency podcasts, alert, alert, emergency podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Orange Zone. I know we just spoke with you a few days ago, but the news that dropped on Wednesday warranted something to happen immediately, and that is Jim Beheim moving on after 47 years with Syracuse men's basketball. Adrian Autry taking over and beginning a new era here in central New York. This is the Orange Zone Podcast presented by Billy Whitaker Cars and Trucks. I'm Tommy Sladak. We have Samantha Cross and we have Lawrence Poetry and Moton and we have Brendan Hodges on the producer mic. Massive, massive news. Poetry, I'm going to start with you, man. We got SU's all-time leading scorer here. We have a guy that not only played for Jim Beheim but also played with Coach Red and the guy that is going to be picking up and starting a new chapter here. How has this last 24 hours been for you, and, and what's your immediate thought on just what exactly has transpired here? Yeah, you, you know, the last 24 hours have been uh, like a roller coaster. You know, of course, we all know that eventually this was going to happen, mm -hmm. but uh, happening the way it did and how it did, you know, uh, was kind of strange. But uh, what's new? You know, Bayheim's a strange kind of guy. <laughs> so, so I kind of expected that. You know, we were all in a group chat, you know, me, John Wallace, Sherman Douglas, Adrian Archie, Billy Owens, and we all, that's how I found out, you know, 20 minutes later after that three-point shot that killed us, mm -hmm. you know, so it was kind of an eerie feeling, you know, but um, I'm happy for Adrian, you know, I'm looking forward to this new situation for him. I, I think uh, he'll, he'll, he'll be ready. He'll be ready. He's been he's been here for some years now, so he knows what what it takes to win and what it takes to be successful. But now it's a different type of feel when you're the head coach. It's a different from assistant to head coach. So just looking forward to this new new era, you know. And it's it's definitely a, a good time because this is my teammate who I played with. So I'm definitely happy for him. But you know, we we definitely can't forget about all the great things that Coach Beheim has done. And, you know, we talk 47 years, but I like to say 60, mm. you know. And mm. when I, when you think about that, that's amazing. With the assistant and, and him and, playing and here, As man. a student, you know. So, I mean, 60 years in one place, you know, for so long, uh, that's amazing. It bleeds orange. It's unbelievable when you think about just how long Jim Beheim and Syracuse Orange basketball have been associated with each other. Right. We're talking about peanut butter and jelly here. Right, right. I was wanting to ask people questions. I was up on the hill yesterday when this news broke and I saw students and whatnot. And I wanted to ask them how it felt. But I honestly almost felt like the people who this would be hitting harder are the people who are even 40, 50, 60 years old who have watched everything that has transpired throughout the years. And I realized so many people have no idea what this program even looks like or felt like without Jim Beheim being a part of it. It's just amazing how long it's been. And before, you know, discussing the new era and everything to come, you said that the way that all of it happened struck you as strange. 
I am curious which parts you thought were odd about that situation. Uh, yeah, just just you know, like me knowing Coach Beheim personally and his his weird ways and his sarcastic ways, and he's funny. You know, just on the last press conference with uh, it sounded like Donna. Yeah, it was. He yeah, it sounded like Donna. Yeah, it sounded like Donna was talking and and asking him just a simple question. And my whole thing uh, to that, Sam, is it it would have just been simple if he would have just said. I'm retiring. This was my last game, and I enjoyed everything here. Syracuse has been good to me, blase this, blase that. But he was kind of like going around in circles with with the question, which was which was kind of odd. But I, I then I looked at it and, and was like, that's Behan, just an odd guy. Right, and again, I. I want this to be something that you feel comfortable with, but mm -hmm. it's just something I know is on the minds of a lot of our viewers. I am curious if you think he had any agency in this decision, if if this was a part partly his decision. Well, back to 60 years here, it's all Bayheim's call. He has, you know, he told you guys that last three weeks ago that kind of maybe put a bug in the AD's ear, hmm. and you know, which kind of didn't make him look as strong as far as saying I can do whatever I want, you know, and I'm not going anywhere. So, um, uh, Beheim, Beheim makes his own decisions, plain and simple. <laughs> it did feel like, though, the way that that did transpire, that I don't, and, and, and again, and we're going to be looking to learn more because mm -hmm, there is some mm -hmm, questions mm -hmm. about how that went down. And I think ultimately, when we look back a year from now, two years from now, we're not exactly going to be talking about how it happened. We're going to be talking about the full scope of, of what this man did. But but right now in this moment, yeah, it's absolutely yeah. on people's minds because mm -hmm. it was a bizarro world and something that really I think college sports and professional has not seen in some type of retirement where you, you have this, this legendary coach going on the podium at 3 o'clock saying one thing and – Two hours later, something is coming out that is different from yeah. what exactly he expressed. It was it was very, uh, it, I mean, it was chaotic. It was confusing, and ultimately, it gave me the impression that, for one, the impression that I think Beheim was at this point content with. Is this my last year? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not. I'm putting on the university's decision. But when he talked about how he said, you know, I'm st I, I'd still want us to reach an agreement. I don't know what exactly that was, but yeah. it, it felt to me like the university was hoping and looking to him for him to make that announcement, that presser. Mm -hmm. And when he didn't do it, they said, push yeah. it, yeah. send yeah. it. We, yeah. we, we, we kind of gave him his chance. And for whatever reason, yeah. he didn't, he didn't take that time, which was. Yeah. So well, you know, it's about, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the AD and the chancellor, you know, they have to show authority and they have to put their foots down, mm -hmm. you know, but. You know, um, I go back to the question, like, I wasn't at the game, the final home game. You know, I wasn't there. So my question to you guys, if you were there, is, you know, he said he gave his retirement speech there. Did you guys feel that? To answer your question, Moten, ultimately, there was this odd feeling as he was talking. The, his voice and just his, his, his mannerisms in the moment was he was soaking it in. And to me, it felt almost like, okay, am I reading into this as someone that is giving his retirement speech? Or am I reading into someone that is reflecting on 
one of his greatest accomplishments, which was that 03 championship. So it was a little bit back and forth. But then in the post game, he talked about, he's like, I did it there as well. There he started to go a little bit more in depth, which gave me the feeling that I think this might be the last time we're seeing him at this podium in here. But for him to say there was only one person that figured it out, like yeah. that's that, for him to, to my man, you, you speak in riddles right. half the time. Like yeah. I can't I figure gonna, it out. I was like, I will say, I mean, come on. Yeah. Like at yeah. some point, right. I will say for him to say, well, I gave the speech and only one person picked it up. There are people in this room who have covered him for 47 years. Right. Donna didn't think it was a retirement speech. Right. Right. Mike didn't think right. it was a retirement right. speech. Right. Brent didn't think. It. I think that. If that was his retirement speech, more people should have known about that because there were no <laughs> articles directly after that saying Jim Beheim retires. And even one step forward, I wonder if somebody did write that article, say the reporter who apparently did William pick Payne. up on it, yeah. what would have happened yeah. if that article had said Beheim is retiring? To me, it would have felt like somebody jumped the gun, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I even in the post game, there was a part of me that wanted to to dive into that, but didn't feel like it was the right moment. And also, I'm like, I don't want to. It just it felt like it would have had a negative reaction from him. And I believe it was Donna that had asked a question related to that, where she said, you know, the experience like you had today does that is that something that plays into your retirement decision? He's like, no. And yeah. just very much dismissed it. So yeah. it was like, okay, <laughs> I guess that solves that. Well, you know, like I said, you know, um, I can say I've known Beheim at least for 25 years now. And basically he's giving you guys what you want. And that's the guessing game yeah. for you to figure it out. Yeah. That's, that's all he, he's, he's, he's it's that type of him. guy. It's it's it's. It, it, that's he doesn't. It's, he, it's fun, yeah. You know, and that's just how he sees it. And you, you, at the end of the day, he's never going to give you a definite answer. You have to figure it out and take it the way you want to take it. Yeah. And I think uh, let, let's transition here a little bit. We'll, we'll touch on Bayheim again, but let's get into the new guy. Yeah. Let's get into let's get into Red Autry, and I'm going to start with this poetry because I don't know the answer to it. Sam and I are hoping you do. Why does he have the nickname Red? Oh. Because he has red hair. Is red, that true? Red had red hair. Really? And his skin was red. Yeah, he had the reddish complexion. Yeah, absolutely. His hair was red. And did that start that in college? That was a New York thing, D.C., where he's from. He's okay. from New York City. Red Autry, absolutely. He was, his hair is actually red. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why we call him. Red. I, I just thought about it, and I see now he's bald headed. Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> he's been bald headed for some years now. But if you go back and look at tapes, you know he used to have the box filly red. It's uh-huh. actually red. Yeah, that was really early His 90s, head wasn't was red. it? Red, absolutely. It's Do you know of, yeah. who started it? Uh, I would think that would be somebody from New York. You know, that probably was like his time York, in Harlem. Yeah, New York thing when he where he played. You know, that was okay. pretty much. So he came to college kind of saying, you know, I'm red. Yeah, exactly. Red Autry. Absolutely. So cool. How about Such that? A good well, no wonder. I'm thinking, why does nobody around here know, like, know, know what's going on? But yeah. it's because he's bald. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly why. I had to Mystery put it together solved. just now, Sam. I'm just like, oh, why oh, yeah, he doesn't have any hair right now. He hasn't had any hair for years. But Moen's yeah. like, it's simple. Yeah. Haven't yeah. you seen him? Yeah. Everyone's like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Red Autry. Okay. Nice, well, nice red hair. That checks All the box right. off. Absolutely. Man, see, what's up with that? I feel like the 90s was a much more prosperous time for nicknames, <laughs> with poetry, with red. Why that sort of fell off, I, I don't know. You know, I mean, Jesse's like the Flying Dutchman, but, you know, that's a, that's a longer nickname, but the, yeah. just the, the one or two syllables. Well, 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 uh, hey, I'm sorry, Sam, but 
It takes a lot to get a nickname. To stick. To stick. It's not an easy thing. You know, I go back to my freshman year, Tom and Sam, and I'll never forget it. I was getting ready for the game, uh, maybe second game of the season, and Dave Johnson, who was a senior on my team, he was a senior captain, he walked in the locker room, and this is me getting ready, lacing up and getting ready to get my ankles taped and putting on my uniform. And he said, this is crazy. I mean, he comes storming, and this is crazy. And I'm like, what's going on, Dave? I've been here for four years, and I don't have what you have. So I'm like, what is this man, what is this guy talking about? Yeah. He said, you need to go out there and look. You need to go check it out. So I laced up my sneakers and put on my uniform and go out and warm up. And as soon as I walked under the tunnel and got into the dome, I saw the sign, Lawrence Poetry in Moton. <laughs> For real. It was a lady named Miss Rose. Aww. May Miss Rose rest in peace. She was, at the time, she was 75. Um, and she was a season ticket holder for Syracuse, and she's been coming to the games for 33 years, and she said she watched me, and it was just like poetry, and it stuck from that point wow. on. So every game, section 305, I would look up, and that whole section would give me love, and I would give them love back to get the game started. So that's how... Uh, poetry and motion. That is so beautiful. You took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say, while we're on that beat, I really don't know why poetry is poetry. Yes. yes, That is so amazing. Mary Rose, may she rest in peace. Got a chance to meet her, beautiful lady. And it's funny because we talked about it uh, last week when I played on the tour team. They actually played the 2003 National Championship team. And it was an eerie feeling because now I'm going to the visitors' locker room, which I never walked down that hallway. I never, even my four years, I and never. And this was the when the, it was city teams, right? It, it was. It was, you're, it you're was called the New York A, New York State Tour Team, like okay. Marathon Oil, the, the teams that used to play college teams. So right. I was. It was. It was a weird feeling walking at the end to the visitors' locker room. It's smaller than our locker room, at, you know, for the university. It, it was just everything was eerie. But I remember walking out of that tunnel and seeing that sign up again. And his oh, mother had passed away, and I got a chance to meet the son. And he, he told me after the game, he was like, my mother would have rolled over in her grave if I didn't show up for you for this one. So Man. that was another thing that touched me that time. Uh, but, yeah, Rosemary was her name. I don't know how you say that without tearing up, man. That was like, that's a really beautiful and powerful thing. The fact that that's brought down and you see the the sun carrying it on. Yes. Really emotional. It really is. Absolutely. And thank you for sharing that with us. Yes. We appreciate you being vulnerable on this podcast. Definitely. We definitely had some more emotional moments here. So I think we we appreciate it and everybody who listens appreciates it too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we all bleed orange. That's what we do. So that's that's, what a family does. That's what's up. Coach, let's get let's keep let's keep more into who we're going to be calling coach now. Yeah, to, and, and I think we got to start with this. I know, I know you talked about your, your excitement for him. One of the biggest questions. We're going to just address it right away. If mm-hmm. someone's listening, they're going to be wanting to know your answer on this. Do you see Coach Autry keeping the zone around? Do you see him going more man to man? Oh, man to man. I have my answers. Well, <gasps> it's man to man as well. We're gonna. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I love you, Coach Bay. <laughs> You know, you did what you did for 60 years, but, you know, um, it's just time to hear a new voice, uh, which the, the youth can understand more, too. Mm-hmm. That's what we have to realize, too. Huge, you know, huge. Um, 
and, and hopefully all of these guys will stay now. Yeah. You know, that's another thing. It's going to be very interesting. Know, but uh, Adrian's very passionate, very passionate about the game. You know, New Yorker, he likes to talk. So <laughs> it won't be a problem with that. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's going to get the best out of the guys, hopefully. You know, we, we still that, – that was my main thing, uh, Tom and Sam. And, and, and what it was was no matter what we did, I wanted us to stay in-house, mm -hmm. keep somebody that – went to the university or played for the university. I mean, I, I, I'm not biased. It's just that, you know, it's hard. You, you have to know the university. And there's a know? lot to know. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's right. a lot to know. A know? lot to know. I felt like that's what messed up the football mm -hmm. when we got Craig Robinson, you know. Yeah, I remember uh, you saying you didn't like that movie. Cali, Cali. He's from Cali. Yeah. I can't go to California and coach because I don't know that style. It's nothing personal. It's just that I'm not a Cali guy. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to – I'm an East Coast guy, right? So I know the East Coast flavor. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just it is what it is. And I understand that. And I think, on that note, you talk about keeping it in the family. I honestly want to go back a beat before this head coach announcement, after the red nickname was created, to when he was a player with you. Mm -hmm. What was he like as a player? Yes, well, he was the captain. He was the captain. He was the point guard. So uh, he he knew where everybody needed to be. You know, um, like I said, good, good, great motivator. You know, I, I just remember times, you know, I'm into we were backcourt partners, so and we were roommates on the road, so we would have many conversations and just talk about different schemes and everything. And uh, whenever I started getting on fire, you know, he would let that guy know that's checking me that that I'm killing him. You know, so it was many times like. He's killing you. He's not going to be able to stop you, and I'm going to keep giving him the ball, you know, just to get the other guys frustrated on the other team. So, yeah, it's going to, it's, it's going to be very interesting to see, you know. And you got G-Mac, who's a good guy too, and, and Griff, and he's all former. All three of them are point guards. Right. <laughs> so we're just going to see how this, this goes. Um, my main thing is that they truly give him a chance, you know. And when I say a chance, you know, I'm on five-year plans. That one, two, you know, get, truly give a guy, you know, the, the great coaches and everything. It's not, it's not going to be a one or two year thing. Right. It takes time, you know. And and the, the key is, do we have patience to give them time? And I'll tell you right now, some of the fan base is not. And I'm looking at you right now, fan yeah. base. Or what <laughs> camera I'm on? Yeah. Holy smokes, man! Take a breath. Yeah. Take a breath yeah. with this. Again, we're talking about a man that was a that was a, a cornerstone here for half a century. Half a century. You know how long that is? It's a, the new era is going to start, and people need to be patient. It's going to be tough at times. Mm -hmm. I'm sure of it. But at the same time, I think you're also going to find a lot of joy and a lot of reason to be excited for what is such a new time with a new face and a new flavor that's coming into Syracuse basketball from a guy that bleeds it from his playing days to someone that's been here as a coach since 2011, someone that was an associate head coach starting in 2017. This man knows his program like the back of his hand. Yes, and patience is a virtue. Mm -hmm. I don't think everyone has it, but it is especially important now, and I think people feel like they can be more patient when they have more information, knowledge is power. So let's just keep asking you questions. We get to know, get to know the situation a little more here, and I think that, that that helps people with their patience as well. One thing that I've heard 
over and over again a sentiment I've heard about your former teammate is that he's someone who is really caring, not only with his other teammates, but also in the way that he recruits players. Mm -hmm. What do you feel when you hear that? Oh, absolutely. You know, he's definitely, uh, I feel, a caring guy and uh, straightforward and, and going to try to, you know, uh, get what's best out of the, his player, you know. Um, and for the record, you know, I'm here. And if they need me, I'm here. You know, I feel like I can do a great job of recruiting because that's the big thing. It's all about recruiting the, the, the right talent and actually going in and talking to that parent, mm -hmm. which is big too. You know, Bayheim wasn't doing that anymore. Right. Not saying a bad, it's a bad thing. It's just that 60 years you've been here, it's either you're coming or you're not. Right. You know, right. it's a different time. So, you know, I think he'll do a good, great job with recruiting. Griff, great guy with recruiting. And, and G. Mack, a great guy with recruiting. Do you expect both of them to stay? Or is it too uh, early to say? That's too early to say. It's too early to say because, um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, when the head guy leaves, you know, you have the three assistants. And I don't care what anybody says, there's a, there's a competition. Sure. You it's know? natural, it's, right? It's only natural. There's yeah. a competition on who, who was going to get the job. A lot of people was asking that question. Yeah. A lot of, I've heard a lot of people say G. Mack. I uh, heard once in a while say Griff, and I heard Adrian also. So the thing, that, you know, what's going to be key, too, is, you know, um, now that the head man is gone, how do they jail? Sure, You know, sure. how do they them three jail together? And as long as they understand there's no egos, I think we'll be fine. And I know you said it's too early to say whether or not as far as who's going to stay and who's not, but even as far as that one assistant position that will now be open – do you have any idea of who you would even think would be someone who would make a good addition to that staff? Besides himself, now. yeah, right. We already, we're already promoting him. I, yeah. I, and and that was I did yeah. want to ask you: Is that what you mean by "I'm here"? Is that something you'd be interested in? Oh, I would definitely. I mean, if if Adrian called me and and needed my assistance, I would be open arms for sure to uh, to help this thing get back on track. You know, I, crazy story. Yeah, I had a dream. Uh, couple of months ago that I was on staff. That's cool. And dream. we went to the Elite Eight. Hey. <laughs> but but someone save this found, clip. Yeah. Just in case something <laughs> Hey, it is what it is. It was just a dream, <laughs> but you know sometimes dreams come true. So, you know, who knows? But but regardless, uh, you know, I just hope I hope everything works out for him. He's truly a good guy and uh I, I just want them to truly, truly give them give him a, a fair opportunity. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited and and just it's uh I mean it's bittersweet in a way, right? You know, for 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 some people that again that that have been around for these 40, 50 years, it's an even stronger feeling, I'm sure, with with what is a uh, you know the end of an era and the beginning of a new one. And I, I will say this, and I don't know if there's anything that could ever compare to it. But but given uh, you know Adrian's demeanor, from what you can tell us, I'm, I get the impression that we are not going to be having nearly as many famous post game press conference moments with Red as we did with Jim in terms of uh, you know maybe some profanity laced outbursts. Oh, he's tricked you then. Oh yeah. Oh, you're gonna see you think, fire. Oh yeah. Think, no question. I mean, I've seen his emotion on the bench, gonna, but I'm curious gonna, what he thinks, what he's gonna be at the podium. Yeah, and and that's what we're gonna have to see because he's the head man now. Mm -hmm. You know so. Um, maybe he does know that some of the things he can't say. He's going to sure. have to calm down a little bit. But Adrian's a very 
fiery guy. Okay. He's a, and, and, and I like that. You yeah. know, I tell and back to what I said, Sam and Tom, you all know you are the style of your coach. Mm -hmm. If you're a hyper coach, you're going to have a hyper team. If you're a quiet, laid back coach, most of the times your team is going to be quiet and laid back. Not saying they won't be good. Give but, me hyper. But they're going to be, you know, you are the style of your coach. Moten, I'll say one thing. You got a couple of one-line heaters just ready to go at all times. Oh, yeah. It's, right? in, the it's in the chamber, yeah. I mean, once an episode, I'm just like, that guy, <laughs> he's just got something Moten awesome just, to say. Moten just spins a revolver and it could be any of six things <laughs> flying at once, man. It's really impressive. It's awesome. And listen, I mean, one thing that, you know, I know it hasn't necessarily been said fully yet, and I just want to say it in case this is the only chance to, as far as Jim Beheim, just... Congrats. Absolutely. You know, congrats, congrats Coach Beheim. Absolutely. I really think that just needs to be said. I, 47 years in, in any job. Absolutely. That's so much time, so many hours, so much dedication. Yes. You know, congrats to him and, yes. and, and his entire family, yes. honestly. To his sons who played under him, to mm -hmm. his wife who mm -hmm. supports him, mm -hmm. to his daughter who mm -hmm. also played. Mm -hmm. All of that is, is, the, is a big picture yeah. in all of this. So. Absolutely. Really, it's been an amazing career. To, to all his players also, Sam. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. I, tell, I tell people this. We talked about it, and Derek said it yesterday, uh, and it made a lot of sense. And, and the reality is, if it wasn't for Coach Beheim, we wouldn't, we wouldn't even know each other. That's a great point. I mean, it's and it, you talked about the fraternity on the mm -hmm. podcast before mm -hmm. and, and how mm -hmm. close you guys are. And, mm -hmm. and it was an interesting statement I saw. I believe it was from uh, from D. Coleman, from Derek Coleman. He said, he's like, it's it's not just on Red now. He's like, it's on all of us Absolutely. as former players to step up and be here for him Absolutely. and be here for this program. And, and again, going back to, you know, congratulating Jim Beheim. It's, it's you know, for, for all the, the trials and tribulations, for all the – you know, the ups and downs and, and, you know, especially from like, you know, the media side of things and sometimes <laughs> some you know disagreements in those postgame press conference. At the end of the day, you can't argue with what he's done, not just for this program, but for the city mm -hmm. and for the entire region Absolutely. and upstate New York. Absolutely. I mean, Syracuse got put on the map because of this guy. Absolutely. Syracuse became a national face of college basketball. Absolutely. Blue blood program. Blue Blood Program. Absolutely, Tom. You know, I tell people, you know, when you when you when you think of Syracuse, plain and simple, when somebody says Syracuse, what's the first thing you think? Right, about? Jim Beheim. Syracuse, Syracuse and, basketball. And what else? Syracuse basketball. And what else? Uh, uh, orange. The dome. The dome. The dome. Yeah. <laughs> the dome. I'm like, I feel it's like, like you drive, you're flying, yeah. and that's the first thing yeah. you see. Yeah. You know, like yeah. like it's the dome and Beheim. Do you love the new look of it now? I like it. I like it too. I like it. Absolutely. Yeah. Looks pretty sharp. Gotta yeah. say, sign yeah. looks pretty sharp. Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. that gonna be lit up at night? Do you know? Don't know. Okay. We'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I'll let you know. Yeah. Well, we'll be we'll be back to to break this thing down more. And again, we're recording this on Thursday. Um, Red's gonna have his press conference at ten o'clock Friday morning. So mm. we'll be there, and and that's gonna be very interesting. Not only hearing from him for the first time, but it'll be interesting to see if someone else is there. And if someone else maybe has a few more words that they would like to say because they didn't exactly get the chance on Wednesday. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I would not be surprised if Jim Beheim's there. I would not be surprised. I wouldn't either. And I won't be surprised if he's not. Right, <laughs> so, right, right. So I understand that too <laughs> it's, about it's my a, coach, you yeah. know. And he'll when still, you think one thing, you go at the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he'll still be affiliated with the university. You know, like I, I look at Coach Krzyzewski. At Duke, mm -hmm. you know, he still comes to the games, and I think he still has a role with the university. Yeah, I look at at Carolina. Um, 
the coach of Carolina used to coach. Roy Williams. Roy yeah. Williams. He's him and his wife are still at the games, so he's still affiliated with it. And, he, and hopefully, he, I don't think you could take it away from. Him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, Not if you try. You, you know, know? It's, it's, yeah. It's just in their blood, and he'll make the decision. You know, um, maybe he'll be associate AD. Sure. You know things like that. Like Coach Bayheim has been here so long, he can make a title. Uh, yeah, you could. You could just. Put a new plaque outside the office. You really could. Put yeah. it as whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. And actually, I, that's that's honestly what I sort of anticipate happening. Mm-hmm. If you ask me, what do I think his yeah. role is going yeah. to be? I think yeah. it's going to be some kind of newly yeah. created yeah. role that yeah. fits what Advisor, he could give to the, to the yeah. university yeah. and what the university yeah. could get from him, yeah. and just something that that yeah. helps both parties yeah. involved. Even yeah. even with the situation with G Mac and Griff, uh, probably a situation where he said you have to keep these two guys. Hmm. Yeah. You know, they can't go anywhere. So, right. So we'll see. We'll see what exactly right. was said. And uh, I just do want to give, uh, give it over to Hodges, our, our, who, our producer has been very patient over there. Hodges, any, any fun facts or anything that has stuck out to you? Because um, as people that listen to this show know, you're a reader. You absorb a lot of things. A statistician. A statistician. I got a fun fact for him. Oh. I, got, I got something for him going back at you, guru. My question is this. <laughs> What other sport did Coach Beheim coach before basketball? Golf. There we go. Great Bang. job. Great job, Guru. Great job. All right. He was paid two grand to be the coach. That is such a great tidbit. But Hodges, what do you, what do you got for us, man? No, I mean, and I'm going to preface this by saying that I did, like, and I wrote this earlier this week that the best case scenario for Syracuse was and I'm going to get shredded in the comments for this and probably have online already, losing to Wake Forest and realizing the program needs to evolve. And I have mentioned that doesn't necessarily mean that Jim Beheim's gone. Mm. He is. And I will stand by the fact that evolution in itself is the best-case scenario for Syracuse right now. The way the game is played, and, and poetry mentioned this, that Autry will be able to relate to players now because he's there, there's not a huge difference in age. or well, There's still a huge difference in age, but not as big as there was. And it's time. There were We remember we always talk about this. There were talks in 2018 if Beheim was going to leave. Mm-hmm. There were talks after Jimmy and Buddy were there for their senior years. Is Beheim going to leave? And he didn't. Was it an overstayed welcome? It's debatable. And um, I do wish him the best because – He's on that Mount Rushmore of collegiate coaches. Absolutely. It is inarguable he's on that Mount Rushmore with Coach K, Coach Wooden, and pick your fourth guy because there are so many that can be up there. But he is, if if not one, at least two, at least three up there. Yeah. His his face is up there for sure. But it was time. And people need to understand this, and they don't talk about this a lot. He's really the number one all time. He's in first place if you give him back his 100 wins. He's ahead of Shashevsky. Is he? You give him his He's 100 right wins there. back. Check it out. 101 wins. 2015. Hard to forget it. People will never stop talking See, about it. Mm-hmm. That's I five be, years. That's at least five years. I wouldn't be surprised if, if those wins ended up coming back. I'll say this. The, the politics of the whole thing aside of, of what, what, what warrants an NCAA violation or, or investigation, 
if you're taking away the wins, that means you also got to take away the losses. <laughs> we just talked about this today. I was it just having this conversation. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't, it doesn't make, make sense any sense. So weird. In, yes. And I don't think you need to move on past that to understand right. that, th- right, that right, this right, thing right, is right. just whack. Right, 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 right. I agree. Yeah, hundred percent. Well said. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Hey, team, team, team bonding right here. But that's the Orange Zone podcast, the emergency podcast. Given the situation of Jim Beheim moving on, Adrian Autry taking over, Lawrence Smoten. We got poetry. We got Sam. We got Brendan Hodges on the producer Mike. I'm Tommy Sladek. We will be right back here next week, kind of bringing you the all the scoops from what we find out on Friday and what will be a story that will continue now for weeks to come. We're out of here. Thanks for watching. Make sure you're liking, subscribing. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts, thank you. We appreciate your time. We're out of here. Billy Budgeco, Cars and Trucks, we appreciate you too. Peace.